What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Twilight Nine podcast. This is episode 107. I'm host Riley, joined by Mr. Andy Nesbitt. What's up? Man, I just plugged in my mic into my computer. Dang that, I didn't realize. Uh, oh, you sound so much better now. Man, I didn't realize my mic wasn't tuned on. Whew, that's a close call. Well, what a, what a day for golf, right? What a day we've got going on right now, a Tuesday in August, and shit's going down. Yeah, we got a banger of a PGA Tour meeting today. Um, I guess Tiger is on his way to the BMW Championship. Mm-hmm. They're having a meeting about Liv. I guess they're going to discuss, uh, not boycotting. What was the word that they used? What's that uh, word? Not boycott. Is it boycott? I think it's boycotting. Yeah, Is boycott. it boycott? Did I get that right? A, ma- yeah. a major championships or whatever, depending on what they do with the live players. Yep. It's a shit show. It's crazy. I, you know, it's something like when Tiger Woods is getting on his plane and going to Delaware. Like, no one ever goes to Delaware on purpose. And Tiger's like, it says a lot, right? For him to be going up there. I think, yeah, 100%. I think, I think the meeting today is a, is a, like a legitimately big deal. Yeah, I wrote this morning on uh, ForTheWind.com uh, on our, my morning wind that you can get delivered to your inbox every morning. Enough about me, though. I wrote about uh, how Tiger, it's time for Tiger Woods to become the commissioner of the PGA Tour. I, I, yeah, I agree. I mean, Jay Monahan's just really bad at his job. So no I, one's I, I, Tiger's yeah. words weigh much more heavier than than Jay Monahan. Jay Monahan's had his chance. It's time for him to say today, like Tiger. If, if Jay Monahan really wants to save the PGA Tour, it's time for him to do the right thing and say, Tiger Woods, this is your tour now. Like it's time for drastic things to happen, right? And so six months ago, if you said Tiger Woods should be the commissioner of the PGA Tour, you'd be like, "What are you smoking? Can I have some of that?" Now you're like, you know what? Why not? Why not? Doesn't it's not the worst idea. The players obviously respect anything that comes out of his mouth. He's not playing a lot. He's, he loves the game. He loves the tour. This is for him to cement his legacy to like not only as a player, but just as a, a legend of the game to step in and save the PGA Tour, which would just be incredible. Yeah, and he's only probably going to play, what, like four, maybe five times a year, and that includes probably the PNC. He was mm-hmm. never going to be a broadcaster. Nope. Um, I have a hard time thinking that he's ever going to play a full schedule on the PGA no. Tour champions, despite him being able to have a cart. So for him to have a significant position within the PGA Tour ranks makes a lot of sense if he wants to stay in the world of golf outside of playing Augusta National every April. And it just it says a lot for him to get on a plane and go to Delaware for this thing today. Doesn't have to do it. Didn't have to do it. No, no, I don't think so. How serious it is. Yeah, and you get you get Tiger and Rory in the same room talking about the PGA Tour and live. Shit is going to get done today in that meeting. I saw some writer was like, some writer on Twitter was like, this isn't a conspiracy theory, but do you think this is why Cam Smith pulled out because he knew this meeting of the top twenty players in the world were going to meet with Tiger at this thing, and he knows he's leaving for live, and he was like, I don't want any part of that meeting. Yeah, probably. I mean, the tinfoil hats went on right away as soon as he pulled out with a phantom hip injury. Like hip discomfort. Cameron Smith is fine. Yeah. Um, it's just one of those things. You got to find an excuse. He's not going to drop that far in the FedEx Cup standings. That's just not how the math works. Like Rory missed the cut last week, and I think he dropped one spot. Like that's just whatever. He's number three now. I think when you win a major of players and the other thing, like three wins, you're you're pretty much, you're a top five Eastlake guy, right? Yeah. So unless, unless the five guys underneath him on the FedEx upstandings are the top five guys in Delaware this week, which is very highly unlikely. He's probably not going to fall outside of the top five. 
So he's right. going to be within four shots at East Lake. So it's not, he's not losing a bunch, but yeah, I don't know. You pull, you pull out of a tournament with a phantom injury. 90% mm -hmm. is probably not existent injury. And yeah, him knowing this meeting was coming down the pipeline in Delaware is probably not like a crazy thought. Yeah. Like I'll see you guys next week in Atlanta. I'm going to fish down here in Jacksonville, work on this, get this hip feeling back to hundred percent so I can go play East Lake and then play the uh, Boston event. I mean, I mean, if I, so I can get my hip uh, all better. Yeah. Yeah. Get ready for the president. Cause he'd have to play four events in a row. If he's going to go play that live event. Right. Yeah. So I don't know. It's just, it's going to be a shit show. I'm very, I don't know. Do you know what time this is happening today? No, no one knows anything. I can't find it in the golf week article that, um, was written. Yeah, I don't think there's a set time. I think I don't, know. I don't know. I know. Um, I don't know when this. I don't know when this happened. Maybe I just missed it. But all the players that are now live that were on the PGA Tour like council board got removed. I'm not 100. percent That's probably happened when they got suspended or whatever. Mm -hmm. uh, but I guess Max is one of the new ones. Max is a new in. guy so, on there. Yeah, so he'll be in there today. He'll be in that meeting today, which is good because he's another good voice for it. Yeah. So the 2022 Player Advisory Council is Patrick Cantlay, Joel Damon, Harry Higgs, Austin Cook, Max, Billy, Russell Knox. Wow, there's not a lot of like, oh, John Rahm's in there. Will Zalatoris is in there. Webb yeah. Simpson. But there's the only a lot name of like, there that sounds kind of weird is uh, Cantlay, right? Yeah. Still feels like he'd be a prime guy to go to, to live. He's one of the betting. I did an article um, late last week, maybe it was even Saturday. The a sports book released odds of players to go to live. I think, aside from Cameron Smith, Patrick Cantlay was the betting favorite. I think, yeah. And he hasn't been exactly, um, he hasn't exactly been denying everything that's around. He's just like, oh, I'm not going to make a decision yet. So that's usually a key. Uh, but what a wild time! Like even like what four months ago, if you had told us that we'd be sitting here on a Tuesday in August talking about Tiger Woods flying to Delaware to talk to the players, to try to save the PGA tour. Like we'd be like, what are you talking about? That's not, what are you, that's not going to happen. And here we are. Like we just see crazy shit happening in this game all the time now. Yeah. This thing is absolutely cause a storm. It's a shit show, dude. Yeah. It's going to be really interesting because in a couple of weeks, we're going to know everybody that's going to play for live golf in 2023. And that's really going to like, we'll know where the PGA tour stands after we know the, uh, the field. Yeah. Or all the live members or whatever. All the great guys going to play in that awesome, that awesome tournament. I just still, I love how everyone's like, Oh, the, the, the PGA tour is so watered down now. And then I keep going back to them and saying, yeah, it's really fun watching Charles Swartzel, Brandon grace. And uh, who was the third guy that won? Oh, Henrik Stetson. Henrik it doesn't Stetson. get more exciting than watching those three guys win. Like, if you think you're getting any like enjoyment out of watching live, like you're you're not. You're just saying it to own the lips. That's so like that's basically all you're trying to do. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I still don't get. I would understand live golf fans if the golf product was actually really good or exactly. if they were, like, if they I were playing yeah. for something. They're not playing for jack shit, and that's one of the things that we saw. You don't see a live golf winner crying in the arms of his or her or his like girlfriend or wife on the green like willie z did on sunday right. that doesn't happen on live they're like oh sweet okay moving on 
Like, and like we're watching that on Sunday, I was just sitting there like, this is what it feels like to watch a tournament that matters, right? Where like right. that last hour and a half, even leading up to the playoff, you're like, what the hell is going to happen here? And like, some might not be like, Seb Straka might not be the biggest name in the world, but it's a, it's not about really names we get to that point. It's about competition. And if you're a fan of competition, you don't care if it's me versus you or Tiger versus Phil, you want to see how this thing plays out. And so, like, you're on the edge of your seat thinking, like, what's going to happen here? And, like, you don't have that in live golf events. I don't think you're going to have that ever in live golf event. It will never – live golf will never get to a point where anything Ooh, they do I on the golf course matters. Team Torque will catch Team Smash. <laughs> I wonder if that will happen. It'll That golf league will never get to a point where people actually care about the outcome. It'll be weirdos around the country that care about how much Cameron Smith makes in a year. Like who gives an absolute fuck about that? I don't, I'll never understand that. One guy, about I mean, how much money someone makes. I made fun of Patrick Reed yesterday on Twitter. Cause he dropped, he dropped three places in the world rankings, even though he finished 30 first <laughs> in an Asian event. Yeah. And some guy called me out, like you make one, 200 of what he makes and you'll never be a top 100 golfer. <laughs> like, yeah, of course I'll never be. Top 100 golfer. The people online are the dumbest fucking people in the world. Yeah, it's that's not our job. Imagine being that. Like, Brian, imagine things. taking a second and being like, hold on, and I got to tell this guy off. And in closing, you will never be a top, well, 50, no, 100 golfer in the world. Does that mean <laughs> I could be a top 125? Right. Do I have a chance to get Do on I have the a PGA shot? Tour? Yeah, I think so. I mean, I, I, you know, I made three birdies the other day in one round. In one round, you had three birdies in one day. Yeah, it was the same with my new Scotty Cameron putter. Things turn around, but God. enough about me. Let's talk about the game of golf. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. I don't know, but I do. I do have to say, um, I finally won some money on a Willie Z win. You stuck with, and him. I feel, I feel like a proud dad. I was actually very happy for Will on Sunday. He was one of those guys every week. You're like, I can't get off the Willie Z train. I can't, I can't. get off the Willie Z train. I can't. And I think he, I remember he, right after you hugged his wife, he looked to the sky and he pointed up. He said, thank you, Riley. And I was like, wow, that's fucking cool, man. Yeah, it was cool to see. It was, yeah. it felt good. It felt good. One of the guys I've been riding her down with, you know, thanking me after he wins. That was so cool. What about it? was really cool. It was really cool. I don't know. Willie Z is the best. We've had some interactions with him. He's one of the nicest guys ever. He's the best. Super chill dude, fun guy to talk to. And just like the excitement that he had when he rolled in that putt to, to stay tied for the lead on 18, like that par putt, he had to hit a bender. He hit it. And just the like, you know, what, what do you say? Like, wh- who, what are they going to say now? He did like the Steph Curry thing. Yeah, the Curry his thing. Fists. Yeah. And, like, that's what you love in golf. That's why we all fell in love with Tiger because when he had big moments like that, he wouldn't just do the DJ hand, hand wave. Thugs. like tiger's like fucking like punching holes through walls and really is the same kind of way and there's a lot of young guy like max is like that now like that's the kind of those are the kind of guys that are so easy to get behind right yeah i love watching willie z and i do i think it has to be said that and the stats all back this up guys like to get on willie z willie z by pga tour standards is a good putter Right. And I don't know when people are going to realize that he can actually roll it. Like, yes, inside four feet looks like a catastrophe is about to happen, but I think he has that little figure eight stroke kind of like dialed in. Yeah. I, I mean, he doesn't miss putts to like lose himself tournaments. You know, if, if that was, if that was one thing, like everyone remembers that putt from what, uh, Tory Pines last year where like oh, he yep. almost missed the ball. And like, that's an easy thing for like golf fans to like remember, but in the scheme of things, as he showed with two huge putts down the stretch to win, uh, he's a, he's a very good putter. 
Yeah. And his stroke outside of five feet is like perfect. I don't know what happens as soon as he gets inside that range, a little yippy, but everything else is fine. So I don't know. He's an obnoxious ball striker. Just every single iron shot he seems to hit goes inside 20 feet. It's just if he hits the putt or not. And it was great to see uh, Adam Sandler and Happy Gilmore reach out. So off good. Their, off their congratulations. It was so good. <laughs> if, you, if you know what, really, he, and when he had the hair last year at the Masters, he looked more like uh, Abby Gilmore's caddy. And so the, those two guys had a bond. Uh, oh, I'm, I miss Willie Z, Willie Z's flow. Yeah. He yeah, his flow's gone and he's hair. jacked. Can we talk about on that 18th hole? Like, what did they play that? He played it in regulation, then they played it twice in the playoff. Mm-hmm. And he just he took out driver each time. And the announcers were like, he, "He should go three wood here." Take, and he's like, he didn't think twice about taking driver. <laughs> First time, like he, he banged it into the trap, and I was like, "Oh, maybe next time you might want to hit three wood." And he's like, "No, nope, driver, driver." And that third one, he crushed into like almost out of bounds. Got so yeah. lucky with that. He had so two of the luckiest shots in that playoff I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, he he plays, and we've talked we've talked about this a couple times, but he plays golf to win not mm-hmm. not to lose if that makes sense yeah I'm, you know what i yeah, mean he, he goes for it yeah exactly. and, then, and uh like his second one that how that it didn't matter because he ended up taking a drop but like how did that ball not go in the water on that par three 11th hole his tee shot when it bounced on the rocks like six times all all science and gravity just stopped <laughs> it just <laughs> it <made> no sense. <laughs> but then it got buried in like the worst spot possible like there's no way you could hit that shot no, and then I think the it was the FedEx St. Jude Championship like Twitter account or something sent somebody out to that hole the next day and put the ball in the same spot and the dude tried hitting it and yeah. it just went directly backwards into the water. Yeah, like just no shot. He would have like double hit it and it would have gone back into the into the water. And then there's so much there's so much uh, strategy involved down that and those like when uh, when Willie. Z put his ball way right on or straight into the trees on 18 on the playoff. And then Seb was taking his shoe off because he was like, oh, my, he was like trying to play it up. Like, I'm going to get in there. And then Willie Z hit a shot. And then Seb immediately was like, I'm taking a drop. I'm going to move it back. Like, he knew he was going <laughs> to take a drop. He was taking the shoe off to just kind of getting Zalatoris' head. It was a bananas, like, three-hole playoff. It was so fun. Yeah, it was crazy. And thank, and I do, and I tweeted it out, I think on Saturday, because the leaderboard for a while was just not looking good. And uh, we were talking about it in our work chat. And I was like, this is so far kind of a boring event up until Saturday afternoon. I don't know what it was. It was just was lacking a little juice. And then Cam Smith kind of came out of nowhere. Willie Z made a charge up the board. And I was like, thank God that we have some names up here because this is a very important weekend for the PGA Tour to have like a notable winner. And then Willie Z pulls it off. I do, I do. Where do you, you go? Say? You go. I'm going to go. You go. What What'd you think about Cam Smith's two shots? Uh, that's what I was going to say, too. That we had, we had that drama of like live. You know, it, it was he, it was the right call, right? But it was just like, yeah. it was such like drama. Or like, first we had on Thursday, we had Scotty Shuffler walking through Cam Smith's line, which you probably did by accident but it was like oh like golf was like oh shit go get him scotty and then sunday morning cam's two back and everyone's like someone in golf we grew up like this could be the biggest nightmare for the pga tour if he wins and the pga tour is like two stroke penalty because your ball was misplaced and i was like oh my god <laughs> he's gone now and then he birdies his first hole to get one stroke back it's like oh my gosh uh yeah, I think it was the right call, but it was such a weird thing that happened. Like, what was it? The the guy was watching the replay of the event that night. The 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 judge 
judge? Yeah, so I official. I don't want to people are you know, very stupid online. Mm. And they were making the argument that so. yeah, they were making the argument. I saw like tens and like close to just the through the mentions of that PGA tour tweet. I was going through it. And these people were talking about how if that was Rory or Scotty, a rules official would have stopped it in the progress and told him that he has to move the ball. That's not how that works. No, that is absolutely not how that works. And I don't, I might be wrong on this. I don't think Cameron Smith used a rules official to take that drop. No, that's Cause that's said. just a, it's just a water drop. Yeah, so first of all, there's not a rules official there. And like, there's not, it just, people are fucking idiots. People like to like, yeah, people like to make their own. Yeah, I don't, I don't get it. But yeah, I guess they were probably watching it or somebody in his group maybe said something about the drop or maybe somebody on TV, like PGA Tour has done that before where they've, someone like sends them like an email, like, hey, this happened on TV today. Can you look at that? Like calling mm-hmm. tattletailing on the players. And that's probably what happened. Somebody probably saw it on TV. Like, hey, he took the drop, but it landed on the red line and hit it still. But no, so no, what happened was that the official was wa- randomly watching it that night on TV. They were playing a replay of it. Um, oh, the one of the officials was watching it. And he was like, oh shit, that's on the line. He's like, oh, right. damn. He's like, I have to say something about this. So if he just gets <laughs> home, if he gets home from dinner and turns on Netflix instead of, you know, Golf Channel, which is right. showing the third round, uh, he wouldn't have seen it. Cam would have. Oh, I don't even know that's how it happened. Damn, that's crazy. Yeah. That's yeah, so nuts. that was fun. That like that like added some energy to the Sunday because it was kind of like you know it was kind of bleak there with big names, and then you know you had Tony Finau trying to get his what third win in a row. Yeah, yeah. You know he was right there the whole time, and uh, and then he got Willie Z trying to get his first win, and everyone Willie Z's like a Max Homa, right? Where everyone everyone likes Willie Z, and everyone's kind of rooting for him to get that win, and for him to roll in that putt to tie it or to keep the to, to keep the uh, stay tied for the lead uh and then go nuts it was just awesome yeah it was crowd place going crazy playing in a tournament that matters where something matters yeah and that was kind of just the overall opinion of everybody on twitter like that's what golf is supposed to look like right there like that's what it's supposed to feel like on a sunday not like thank you for my four million dollar check we'll see you next in if you ask brandon grace where did you win your first live title do you think you'd remember could he name the golf course yeah uh was it seattle no the, ci- uh, the city uh <laughs> where was it oh uh, yeah but yeah great tournament it was awesome finally a really good one um uh, this week you got some more stuff what's going no, on so who did i pick this last week in my thing oh uh, uh Hovland. victor yep yeah we're we're, we're we're just struggling to the end here if i my cool yeah, you got a top, You get a little top twenty action. I think obviously that's not a bunch, but it's a, not a miscut, which you had two or three in a row. Yeah, don't, you don't. You don't need to say the two or three in a row. You can just say it wasn't a miscut. You don't have to. Sorry. To open the wound and throw salt in it and sprinkle it with some lemon juice. Yeah, that was rough. I apologize for that. Yeah. Uh, what else do we got going on? What happened to your boy Rory? Um, I don't know. I watched all of his golf. It was. It was definitely. It was, uh, it was, it was strange. It was just like Ross. It was stupid stuff. Like his putter went ice cold on Thursday. Didn't do really anything on Friday, but as you know, before the masters, I don't know. There's like, you know, people like to use the analogy, hoodie, mellow Kyrie mass Kyrie and NBA mm-hmm. coming off a of miscut. Roy McIlroy is like the best golfer in the world. You're right. I don't remember the last time he finished outside, like the top 10 coming off a of miscut. And he's coming to a golf course that 
just could not be like tailor made for him more. Long as shit, it's really soft up there right now. Mm-hmm. So it's gonna be fun. I can't yeah, wait for the BMW. Yeah, looking ahead to, I mean, a lot of big names are playing playing really well at the right time. Yeah, it's going to be sweet. I actually don't mind Victor again this week. I think this week is going to be very driver heavy. I think somebody that is very good at driving the ball long and straight is going to, I know that plays kind of everywhere, but at a golf course this long, it's going to be somebody that can actually just bomb it off the tee and hit a lot of fairways. And that's what Victor does. Should we get into it? Can you tell me about this place? Yeah. Let me pull up my, uh, my little preview action going on here. Yeah, so this place, this place is huge. Have they played this one before, this place before? No, this is the first time Delaware has hosted a PGA Tour event. I think there's only, I want to say there's like 12 more states that haven't done it, 10. Shout out New Hampshire. We've never had a PGA Tour event. Uh, I, yeah, I don't know. There's a lot of, but this is the first time Delaware has ever hosted one, I believe. Wilmington Country Club, big boy. Par 71, 7,534 yards. Yeah. There's four on the front nine. There's four par fours that measure over 490 yards. Jeez. And the two, five, the two par fives on the back nine are like 615 yards and 640 yards. Good golly. So they're just big boy golf holes. Yeah. Yeah. Me and, you, me and you could not play this place. I you know. Find the right tees. I'd have a three wood in every grade. Like if we play, <laughs> if we played the tips, I'd have a three wood into every fucking grade. <laughs> yeah, tough. Uh Willie Z now number one in the FedEx Cup standings. You win one tournament, you're number one. Love to see that. Scotty Sheffer number two. I think Cam Smith is number three, but again, he's not in the field, so it doesn't really matter. Uh, key stats for the week. I just have driving distance and stroke stand approach. That's what Data Golf likes, so that's what I like. Number one course fit is actually Caves Valley. If you remember, Caves Valley was last year's BMW championship host. Uh, number two is Olympia Fields, which is also another BMW golf course. And then Wingfoot is number three, where they had the, what was that, the 2020 US Open? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just for, a little, just for a little background, last year, uh, Rory finished fourth at Caves Valley. And then I think he had a top five at Wingfoot. So, of course, fits, he fits these places really well. Got it. Uh, trending Tony, last three starts, win, win, T5. I think that's pretty good. Uh, Rory's number two, T19, three miscut, but it starts. It, Data Golf does the last five stars. I just do last three. And then Matty Fitz is T6, T12, T5, which again, really good. I don't know if he has a prayer at this golf course, but we'll see. Although, I don't know. He picked up a little distance off the tee. Yeah. Yeah. We'll have to see. Usually, Matty Fitz doesn't play well no. in tournaments that are going to be. What's up? He's a bomber now. Remember, yeah. remember he did all that speed stuff and now he's just fucking crushing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He posted that like shirtless swing video where he's like yeah. getting the reps in. Uh, usually Matty Fitz plays better at golf courses where the winning score is like five under. I have a feeling that this week is probably going to be way lower than that. Uh, percent chance to win. Rory is at nine. Scotty's at seven. John Rom is at 5.8. John Rom is going to be a popular pick this week. Uh, betting odds. Roy McIlroy is the betting favorite at plus 1,000. John Rahm is at 13. Tony, JT, Patrick Cantley, Matty Fitz, Scotty Scheffler, Will Zalatoris are at 15. Sungjae M, Sandburn, Xander Shoffley, Kyle Morikawa are plus 2,000. Victor Hovland, Cameron Young are at plus 3,000. Shane Lowry, Jordan Spieth, and Neiman are at plus 4,000. Well, we were saying big names. So I'm just looking at last week's uh, leaderboard. Obviously, Zalatoris had the win and... Uh... But he, like John Rahm is starting to come on. As you were saying, he's going to be a popular pick this week. He's playing good golf. Morikawa is a fifth. 
T5. Finau was a T5. Fitzpatrick was T5. Justin Thomas was T13. Rory will be back. Like this it is looked, be you're right. It it looked real bleak last week, and then Sunday the leaderboard actually turned into just the horses ended up at the top of the leaderboard, which usually happens. Like we've we've both have watched enough golf that you see a bunch of I don't want to say nobodies, but lesser known names at the top of the leaderboard going into a Sunday. They all disappear within the first couple hours of coverage. It's just what happens. Yeah. I'm, I can't wait for this one. Yeah. So have you made your pick yet or what, uh, what, no, so or what just, names do you have yeah, left? Yeah. Man, it's, it's, I just called it up now. It's pretty, it's pretty bleak out there. Um, okay. So I, the top 20 players, I have uh, Hideki, Joaquin, uh, Tom Kim, and Sung J.M. Okay. Other names out there, top 30, Ter- Terrell Hatton, Corey Connors, Adam Scott, T5 last week. Uh, Adam Scott's playing sneaky, really good golf over the last couple months. Yeah, he could be the guy I go with this week. I don't know if he's been close to winning, but he's just been hanging around. We need to get you like a winner, though. Like, I don't know if Adam Scott's going to win under 7,600 yards. Joaquin Neiman, Tom Kim. Hideki's had some injury issues lately. Yeah, didn't he withdraw last week or did he play last week? I know he withdrew over the last like. Couple weeks Aaron Wise, here. Harold Varner, Step Straka, and the names start going down. Man, we are di- we are dire straits right now with that lineup. Yeah, I've used every all the big guns are gone. This is the final tournament of the season. It just Neiman scares me a little bit. If it's soft, carry distance means a lot, and Neiman has such a low ball flight that he doesn't carry the ball a lot. Yeah, like Neiman needs like hard conditions. Just going to be or firm conditions rather. Mm. I'll think about it. Yeah. Uh, my top two guys are just who I pick every week now. I don't, I, I left Willie Z off this one because I, I finally got the dub. So who are the guys you're picking Rory and who? Uh, Cam Young. I think this is a, this is not a lot of people drive the ball better than Cam Young does. He punishes golf balls. He's angry at golf balls. It's like he hates playing golf so much that he, he gets very angry at golf balls. That's how hard he hits it. Right. And uh, yeah, I think he's, what is he? He's fourth in driving distance. Oh no. Yeah. Fourth in driving distance this year, second in stroke seen off the tee. So like, he's just a menace with the driver. I think this is a very, very good spot to cam young to get his first win. And Hey, Willie Z won last week. So why not cam Young? you know, plus 3000 a win, which I think is crazy. I know he hasn't played well over the last couple of weeks, but this place just could not fit him better. Um, and just, yeah, this is swing. We can all learn a lot from his swing. Julie, next time you're at the, uh, range, that's actually a great drill mm-hmm. is to pause at the top of your swing for a second, second and a half, and then go, if your swing is in really good shape and your tempo is good, you'll have no problem hitting the ball. But if you can't hit the ball, that means you need to work on tempo. Yeah. It's tempo, when I, tempo, tempo. It's when I used to do a lot. And then, yeah, Roars is just, this is just set up perfectly. Long, soft golf course. That's usually where he plays well. His last three finishes following a missed cut. Second, that was after missing the cut at the Valero Texas Open. Came in second at the Masters. Uh, he missed the cut at the Masters. <laughs> That's how little he misses the cut. The, his last missed cut was the Masters in 2021. Uh, he, he won the Wells Fargo in his next start. And then that same year, he missed a cut and then finished T6 in his next start. And then at Caves Valley last season, the number one course fit to this place. Uh, he finished solo fourth behind the duel that Cantley and Bryson had. 
second in driving distance, 14th in strokes in approach, 10 to one to win top five plus 250. Mr. McElroy. Mr. Rory McElroy. Yeah. Victor Hovland, I like to. T4 at the Open, T20 last week, his last two starts. I think it's time for Victor to win again. He's been kind of off the map a little bit, but mm-hmm. he's one of the best drivers of the golf ball in the world. Uh, gained strokes with his iron play last week. He's strokes in approach 18th on the season, 38th in driving distance. I think he's right around 309 driving distance-wise. Hits a bunch of fairways. He's also 30-1 to 1 with Cam which I love those two guys at 30 to one top 20 for him is minus minus one ten, So pretty much even money for him to finish in the top 20 in a 70 man field. And this is the, this is the fun stuff, right? Like who was it? Wyndham Clark last week, he bogeyed 17 and 18 and like he was on the 18th green. Like he thought he was 71, you know, and he was yeah. sitting there on the green. Like you could just see in his face, like bogeyed 17 and 18 to fall out of the top 70. And then he like just got in by like, a, like a 10th of a point or whatever. And so now all these guys are battling for the 30 top 30 spots. We're what's 500 K to each guy in the, um, in, in, um, East Lake. Yeah. What is the lowest? Um, I can look up last year's payments, but yeah, I I mean, it's a lot. I think it was 500, but so just to get in that top 30 and then also they say, if you get into East Lake, you get cleared for all of, uh, all of the majors. So a bunch of guys who, a bunch of guys who haven't won but are in, and aren't in contention for the Masters. Some guys can, you know, can make their make their next year year this week by getting in the top thirty going to East Lake. So, I, I always love this set the Sunday of these couple of weeks leading up to this. Just watching guys' careers, kind of like like Lucas Glover made a run last week and like moved up the charts. It's just uh it's a fun it's a fun time of the year to see like guys' careers, you know, take big steps. I don't know if you paid attention to Lucas Glover that much. I know he was shown on the ESPN plus coverage, not a bunch this week, but last week he has the full blown yips with the putter. Does he really like the absolute dude? He does not take the putter back. He just shoves the putter head. Is that him or is that Stuart sink was doing that? Stuart sink was doing that. Well, he's got the yips too, but he's got planned yips. He does it on purpose. Lucas Glover has the yips. Like he's staying in these golf tournaments. He can't putt. I don't know how he's doing it. It's insane (laughs) to watch. It was making me uncomfortable on my couch. Like the dude has a mental block right now with the butter and he can't do it, but he's still like making birdies and contending. It's crazy. I got to go back and see that yeah it's wild uh brooks kepka wd'd from the tour championship last year i'm pretty sure that's what cbs sports.com says anyway and he made 400k yeah so he didn't play and he won 400k so there you go yeah which is wild <laughs> yeah it's pretty good money yeah not bad not bad winner this year gets 18 million i think i know mm-hmm. last year last couple of years it was 15 this year's 18 yeah, it's a shame that this tour doesn't do anything to help these players try to make some money. Poverty, poverty league, poverty yeah. league. Hate to see it. Uh, and then the other, the one last guy that I have, I know you don't have him, but just in case you're you know, dabbling in a little sports book action uh, this week is actually JT. I think he's coming in a little bit quiet under the radar. Top 15 last week, fifth in strokes in approach, 14th in driving distance, 15 to one plus 150 for a top 10. Um, I know he won the PJ championship and all, obviously that's huge to win your second major. I feel like he's kind of had a quiet year. JT. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what it is. Oh, he won that major. Yeah. He won the PJ. But besides that, like he has, aside from that, he hasn't been in there's anything. Been, there's been like. moments where we'd want him to make a move on a Sunday and he just made the move backwards or, you know, yeah. Didn't do it. Didn't, 
you know, finish one over on Sunday when he had to be four or 500 to contend. Yep. Yeah, I like him here too because he drives it long. He's obviously a ridiculous iron player. So those are my four guys. Horses only pretty much. But Yeah, I'm going to have to think about my pick. <sighs> yeah, we're going to have to dive into that one. I'm not 100% sure where we're going to go with that. It's my last one of the year. I'm going to have to see if... I don't, I don't hate Sungjae. Sungjae, yeah. I don't feel like he never wins though. He's just always... No, he doesn't, he doesn't win. I don't think he'll win this week either. But if you want kind of like a safe, probably top 15-ish. Yeah. Which you don't need. You need a win. I need a win. Maybe I'll just go with it. Uh, let me see how Hideki's health is. Maybe I'll just go with him. So Sungjae M's last three starts is T2, T2, T2. T2. solo 12. That's not bad. No. Maybe he could win. Maybe he could. Maybe. I don't even. Where is his wins? Hideki withdrew from the 3M Open. That was the last time we saw him. Finished T68 at the British. Hideki didn't play last week. Missed the cut at the. No, missed the cut at the Scottish. I'm off. I'm off Hideki. Fourth at the US Open, though. I don't hate Sung Jay. I don't know, but he just like doesn't really win. Although he literally won, he literally won this season. But yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna go Sung JM. Yeah, I don't hate it. His last win was um, the Shriners, and then he won the Honda two years ago. The, sub- the pick has been submitted. The final like pick it. of the year. The final pick of the year. Let's see where I am in the season standings here. This is the thing. If I if you had to pick somebody to finish in the top ten, I love that pick. For I don't think he's gonna win, but I do. I think it's a solid. Like he'll come in the top ten. I think. Yeah. Okay. So I'm in. I'm in a hundred and seventy fourth place. And you need to be in what to win money? Top sixty. Oh, yikes. Okay. Yeah, we're out. Uh, well, actually, no. You know, they make what two like three million this week to the winner. I, I I can get up into that money. And this is what I did last year. Last year in this final tournament, I was out of the money and I picked Cantley and he beat DeChambeau in that seven seven hole playoff. And uh we got up we went from out of the money to like I think we got like twelve hundred bucks to split. So a little last weekend magic, twice two years in a row. Let's see. That was a ridiculous tournament last year. Ridiculous! That playoff was ridiculous. Bryson hit it to eight feet on every single hole, could not make a putt, and Cantlay just made like seven forty footers in a row. Yeah, and then like Cantlay would put it to two feet, and then like DeChambeau would make the putt, and it was like it was crazy. That was absurd. That eighth, that eighteenth green had like that grass right on the side, the hills on the side. Mm -hmm. One time, Bryson drove his ball into the creek on eighteen in the playoff, and still was able to tie the hole. Yeah, that the 18th hole of Caves Valley actually kind of gave me. Um, you've watched it the uh, the um, the 18th green at Travelers is that is the grass as the grass yes. bowl where everybody yeah, stands. It was kind of the same vibe. Yeah. So um, what uh, what happened in your round this weekend? Three birdies. That's ridiculous. Yeah, I shot three birdies and I shot 91. Yikes. <laughs> But so I had a couple of bad holes, but we played a two on two match and we won the front and then we won the overall, but then we were down, we were down one in the back. We wanted to, we wanted to shut these guys out. We were down one in the back going to 17, 215 yard par three. I had a hybrid to about 20 feet downhill, left to right, heart of the cup. I'm going crazy on the green birdie to tie it. 
18th hole, I got like a 30 footer downhill left to right heart of the cup again to win it. Damn. I threw the putter just running around the, the green going crazy. So yeah, <laughs> I shot 91, but I, we, we, we shut out my buddies. We won some money from them and to go birdie birdie finish was just fantastic. And now, so when you go birdie birdie finish, I've never done that before all week long. You're like, anyone want to go play golf there? Anyone want to get out there? Anyone want to play? Oh, dude, when you birdie the, the vibes last you hole, have? you want to turn right around. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The vibes you have are just like, let's go. So, yeah, I, I fucked up a couple holes, but uh, I played really well. Three so birdies. The, putter, the putter feels good then. Yeah, one of them, though, was just a tap and birdie, you know, a little seven iron to about mm-hmm. two foot. <laughs> so I couldn't really get much tell from that. But the other two were really, really ridiculous putts. I played golf on Sunday afternoon, nice. and I – don't think I might've missed one fairway and it was on a par five. So it was very easy to just like get it back in play and just have like a wedge into the green. Um, I, (laughs) I don't know. It was a combination of, I didn't hit irons very close to the hole. So I left myself like 50 feet on every single hole, but I, I struggled to break 80 and I was in every single fairway. Damn. Yeah. It was, it sucked. Like, and it was one of those things where I left. I'm like, man, I felt like I like played decent. Like I hit a lot of greens in regulation. I only missed probably like three or four greens. Yeah. But I, I think I shot 79. Did you put that into your uh, handicap thing? I did. I'm down to a, um, I backlogged a bunch of over the last couple months. Let's see okay. what, my, let's see what my handicap is right now. I'm excited to play golf with you again. So you can actually see me play golf and not just surviving a day outside. <laughs> I still, you're on that. What was, we're on that one tee box. And you almost killed the people on the first green. They were standing 90 degrees away from me. I don't know, 80 yards. And I almost took off that man's head. I thought he was going to die. It was the worst that I almost, <laughs> I almost missed the ball to the inside of my club. That's how much I shanked it. That was bad. It was crazy. It was wild. These people are just on the first green, just like, oh, we're finally out here playing golf today. What a day. And all of a sudden, ball was flying past their head. 6.1. Woo. Okay, we got to get you done. I got to cut it cut it in half. 3.4. I'd like to get to a three, though, because, you know, I don't want to make it right on the mark. So No. That's good. That's better than I thought, if I'm going to be completely honest. And that's... If I can just put a couple more iron shots closer to the hole and just get rid of a couple three putts per round because I don't hit the iron shot close enough, I'll be right there. Yeah, I like it. Because I got the driver locked in right now. It's ridiculous. I just tee it up, aim left, cut it. I don't carry it very long because I'm trying to bring the ball flight down. Like I'm not trying to launch it really high. I probably only carry it like 250 maybe, but it runs forever because it's it's yeah. Not fairways fairways are the most important thing i think it makes it a lot easier when you don't have to deal with shit bad lies in the rough and all sorts of stuff yeah so i'm playing a um uh tailor made m5 i think is my driver oh yeah but i'm hitting a cut now but i i aligned every it's one of the drivers with like the adjustable head on it so yeah. i put all the weight to be draw biased but i play a fade so it goes a lot straighter. Like it goes very straight, which very is straight. exciting. Yeah. Which I like. I've yeah. never been a good driver of the golf ball. It's very fun to be able to just know when you tee up a driver, like I'm just going to wail on this thing and it's going to go exactly where I want it to go. Yeah. 
drive. Yeah, when you when you drive like that kid said to me during our first round of Medina, he's, he's never played with a better driver of the golf ball than me, which isn't true. But like when my tempo's down, like it's gonna be like a high fade. It's gonna end up in the fairway. And I said that to you. I said I don't. I forget what we were talking about. But I said you said or you were talking about how like you played with somebody that can hit it like three twenty, but he hit like two fairways. I think yeah. it's way more impressive when you play with somebody and you and that person hits every fairway. Yeah. If it's even if it's only 280, because that's me. I only probably hit it 280, 285. But I'm gonna, go I'm gonna, far. yeah, I'm gonna be in 80% of fairways probably. Yeah, I want a seven iron down. You know, give me a seven iron down. I'm, I'm, I'm more than comfortable hitting that shot. Yeah, I don't think from a fairway on Sunday. I don't think I had more than a seven iron into a green on par fours. Obviously. Yeah. And I put uh, the golf course seven thousand yards. A mid am the mid am qualifier is only going to be sixty six hundred. So it's not like I'm going to be struggling for distance. I can hit driver no. everywhere because it goes straight, and then I'm going to have nine iron and wedges in my hand all day. Are you still hitting that scummy PXG? Yeah, it's a it's a fucking sex icon that club. I am rifling that thing. Damn. Yeah, it's a tough look for me, but I've, I've gotten to the point where I'm just accepting it. That's have you draw? Just, have you maybe like taken a like a a marker a sharpie and kind of like colored it in so people couldn't see that it was color in the logo yeah i do have to get a new head cover for it because it's just the biggest head cover with the biggest pxg logo uh, on the all time on the outside gosh. so i gotta get a better head cover for it because it's a oh, tough look <laughs> it is a tough look but you know. oh, i got nervous when i was at medina my buddy when I, we went to the locker room the first day and he goes so is this the time i tell you that i play pxgs and i went no no you do not <laughs> And thankfully, he doesn't play PSGs. Oh, okay. That gets good. I would have had to spit in his face day one. That would have gone. Oh, you, oh, you want to hear something funny about the game of golf? My friend Mike, who I played with at Medina. I remember I told you he was spraying balls and didn't play his best over the three days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he played Medina number two on set last Saturday with his wife in some tournament. He calls me Saturday night with his wife in the car on speakerphone. And he goes, guess what I shot on number two today? And I go, 88. See, an 86 the week before. You go, 88. His wife goes, 88? And there's some silence. I'm like, he really struggled last week, Nick. I'm like, I saw some shots. And she goes, and he goes, I shot 72. <laughs> I go, Mike, 72. A week ago, we're, we're in the lead. She was 72. That's almost a, a stroke a hole difference. <laughs> 86 to a 72. This is the lowest round of his life. And I'm like, this is the dumbest game ever. It is like, that you know, oh tournament play. It's like, you know, I was a little amped up. I wanted to play well. You know, once you start going left and right on your tee shots, you're like your head starts scrambling. You know, I'm like, I know, I know. So it's the dumbest game in the world. 86, the next week should 72. I'm happy for him. Oh, thrilled. But yeah, it's the dumbest game of all time. 72. Right. If he shot a 72 and we played that course, yeah, I'd have a trophy shots. behind me. A trophy behind me. Hell yeah. Oh my yeah. god. <laughs> 14 shot difference. Get an eagle and two birdies. That'll do. That'll do. I only had one birdie the other sun, uh, on Sunday, but it almost, it was like the 10th hole, hot dog, fresh in the system, refueled, yes. and then hit a driver, had like one, 120 in, which is the perfect 52 degree wedge for me. And I'm like, I just have to hit this like I'm hitting out the range and I'm going to have probably 10 feet for birdie. Yeah. And it was three inches away from flying into the hole. Damn. It was like the cup and then the, the pitch mark was three inches to the left. That was yeah, my it's only fun. one. It's fun hitting shots like that. I when I get it's it's fun when you play around a golf and you have like four or five chances at birdie that you can that you actually think you can make the putt. 
Like it, yeah. we have 40 footers for birdie all the time, but when you have 15 feet and in for birdie, that's a good day. Four or five yeah. of those. But when my putt on 18 fell in, it was downhill. It was, it shouldn't have gone in. It went right in the heart. It last like four feet. I'm like, that's going to go in the heart. And it goes in the heart. I'm not kidding. I took my putter and fucking threw the goddamn thing. The brand new Scotty. Going the nuts. I was yelling so much that a uh, starter came over, like drove over to our green and just kind of like gave us a look. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> like, what the hell's going on over there? Was it one of the, was it going 30 feet by the hole if it didn't hit the no, hole? No, it was, it was perfect. Oh, Diamond. it was perfect. Oh, right in the heart of it. It was, it was a beautiful thing. Yeah, those are my favorite putts when you know it's going 30 feet or maybe off the green, just nails in the middle it of the hole and it. falls in. Yep. Yeah. Oh. But just to beat your friend, to, to, we already took their money and then we we're going to take more money from them. So it's yeah, it's a big putt. Just, just to, to make them lose the front, back, and overall. It's just a, it makes for a fun shit talking thing. And you got that all week or until your next match. Yeah. So, like when they, when BJ Tour tweeted out Sal Torres's putt where he says, What are they going to say now? I sent that to the group text saying, like, oh, I just found video from yesterday's 18th green. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I'll run things into a ground, no problem. Oh my God. Are you kidding? Of course. <laughs> I was talking shit after the sixth hole the other day. And my buddy, uh, seventh hole, my buddy, one of uh, my buddy on the other team was like, I hadn't done anything up until then. And he's like, You talk a lot of shit for someone that hasn't shown up. Yeah, I go, I'll show up. I'll show up. Birdie the eighth. I go, yeah, I showed up now, huh? I showed up now. Just, yeah. I'm the worst to play against. Well, you can't start shit talking as soon as you start playing well. That's just a 180. You got to talk shit the entire time. The entire time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah so it's fun. There's nothing like that, being out there with your buddies, gambling, competing, having fun. And at the end of the day, it's only like 20 bucks, but it's still like, it's, it's, the, it's the, uh, the, the real estate you get in their head for the next week or so. Did you guys just do 20, 20, 20? 5, 5, 10. 5, 5, 10. Yeah. What do they call that? They call it NASA. Is that, is that, do they call it a NASA? School. I don't know. Yeah. I think those, are, those are the best. I love playing that way. Yeah. Just cause it's have. like, it's, uh, it's enough to feel like you have to make a lot of shots, but it's not like you gotta, you know, yeah. it's easy to keep track of. Some of those games are fucking crazy. Yeah. Yeah. It's just like match play. Like we did one before where it was uh high, low. I didn't like that at all. Where it's like, you take the highest, the low score and the high score. Some sort it's of score difference or something. Yeah, I didn't like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, so I showed up to the first tee the other day with um, my speaker blaring the walkout song that the Mets, the Mets closer comes out to with the trumpets. <laughs> <laughs> so that time right when you take the turn to the first tee, it's and the starter's like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> It's so fun. Are you guys? Are you you guys big music on the course, guys? Oh you yeah, guys play. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah me too. I don't. Yeah. I think it was Golf Digest did like an article or something where they asked all their writers about having music, and it is crazy how many people play golf and they just have nothing going on. Silence. Yeah. Oh, we got some dirty looks the other day from these uh, old women on the second tee. We were on the ninth green. We pulled up and we have two different speakers blaring music, <laughs> and the women are just like. Just staring at us. Like, yeah, sorry. Saturday morning, we're playing music. Yeah, we're having a good time. Who cares? Yeah, it's okay. You can hit your ball. Okay. Is, the, is music distracting you from not shooting 110? Like, what are yeah. we doing here? Yeah. I love music on the course. Yeah, me too. Oh, boy. You got anything else? I got nothing else, bud. I got nothing else either. I'm very excited for this tournament, though. Twosomes all week. So the round's yeah. going to go by really fast, which means I don't have late nights this week, which I'm very excited about. Yep. 
Um, obviously, the field's loaded. It's everybody. I'm excited. Next two weeks are going to be fun. I always like the tour championship, too, because I love East Lake. Yeah. A friend of mine just played there a couple months ago. I, I need to try to get there and play there. I don't think, yeah, I don't think it would be that hard. I think, I think no. I could send an email and we could play it. Yeah. I'm just looking at Twitter right now. Alan Shipnuck says that uh, it's happening. Tiger Woods jet just took off from Stewart, Florida. So it's, uh, oh, he's not even there yet. No, I got to figure what they're going to play. Like they're, they're probably all have practice rounds. Oh, play. you're right. You got to figure like a Wednesday, what's today, Tuesday, Tuesday afternoon type thing. God, part of me, part of me was like, why are they taking so long? But I forgot like, they have to get ready for a PJ tour event. Today. They're playing a big tournament this weekend. Mm-hmm. They have a lot of money on the line. Five o'clock cocktail hour, Tiger Woods taking Jay Monahan's job and, you know, the players <laughs> storming out of the It's going to be great. It's going to be fantastic. Yeah. Oh, man. All right. Well, I can't wait to get very and that, easy. And that, gives our first, that gives our first 15 minutes of the podcast more life, right? Because if he had done it, like when we logged off and all of a sudden something happened, that wouldn't have been good for us. So thank you, Tiger. Shout out Tiger. He knew. Shout out Tiger Woods, y'all. Shout out Tiger Woods. All right, everybody. Well, enjoy the BMW championship. Enjoy it because uh, a couple weeks from now, you're just going to have to listen to me and Andy talk about how I shot 81 on Saturday. Oh, God, and yeah. 84 on Sunday. Gonna... And... Oh, man. It's going to be some downtimes there. <laughs> yeah, going to be some absolute downtime. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, enjoy the BMW championship, and we'll talk to you guys on uh, Tuesday. See ya.